<laughs> every season, I'm like, not even every season, every episode, I'm like, I'm not going to start this episode off laughing. I will sit here with a straight face. And someone, usually Jeff, makes a last minute joke that ruins my life. Welcome to Blackness and Dragons, y'all. If you have Should I seen- repeat the joke for the audience? No! Oh! Okay. We are Blackness and Dragons. We are a D&D 5E, sometimes other systems, but this time D&D 5E, actual play uh, with Black people. It's our first session of Season 5. It's vampire-themed. We'll get into that in a minute. But let's introduce ourselves first. I'm A. Jordan Lambert. I am the game master around here. When I'm not playing games with these lovely folks, you can find me at, at Lambertra. It's my last name with extra letters. I hang out with chat with you guys. Uh, or I play games with Exquisite Corpse. Uh, or sometimes Fresh Out the Box podcast. Um, or I talk about pop culture at Smells Like Teen Angst. And you know who else talks about pop culture at Smells Like Teen Angst? My good friend, Kiki. I'm Kiki. And um, yeah, sometimes I talk about pop culture or things that are like fun, but absolutely hate worth watching. And um, Jordan joins me, but you know who doesn't ever watch and or join because they don't exist on the internet? My friend Moses. Um, I mean, I actually do listen to your podcast and I am subscribed on uh, Apple Podcasts, but... Yeah, uh, the internet is only meant for two things. Games and porn. Hi, my name is Moses. Um, go by he, him. And uh, you can find me at my house enjoying the earthly things uh, while we have time. Uh, you know who has less and less time, though, these days? Because they're blowing up in the real world. My main man, Jeff. Uh, Moses, did you know that they have porn games? They're games, but it's also porn. You could decide what what end result you want. Uh, that's all I got to contribute to the conversation. For those of you who didn't know that you could have your cake and eat it, too. Uh, I'm Jeff Thompson. Uh, that's my time. I was going to talk about the exciting things that Moses alluded to, but I wasted it talking about porn games. That's right. Porn games, they could also be hentai. All of your waifus are there. Oh uh, you know who has been blowing up as an internet waifu? DK. That is so nice. Hey, hi, what's up? I'm DK, and wow, what a lead in. Uh, you can find me at Abadarlings on Twitter, and I am doing so many things this week in particular. Uh, on Thursday, over on Exquisite Corpse Presents, we are launching a Night to Remember Oregon Trail, where we will have five people play through the uh, same route that the Donner Party took to Donner Pass, and it's going to end badly. Spoiler alert, that's how Ten Candles works. You can also find me on Going Critical RPG on Fridays, but not this Friday, in uh, a very cool Call of Cthulhu campaign. On Saturdays, you can find me back on Exquisite Corpse Presents in Say a Prayer for California Sister Cities, and on Monday, you can catch me uh, over on Anorian GD's channel for A Tale of Two Lines, which is a Final Fantasy Tactics game. And then immediately after that, back on Exquisite Corpus Presents for Divine Intervention, which is a very broken game about a bunch of very broken gay gods. Yep. <laughs> um, so I normally like to lead off our game slash show with a Black History quote. 
and, and or I let Jeff do it. We did not talk about this in the green room, so I don't think anyone has anything prepared. So I'm just going to say a quote that I like to attribute to Harriet Tubman, and she says, shut up. That'd be really <laughs> no, Jeff, do you have a real one? Uh, I do. Um, I believe it was uh, the, the wise philosopher, uh, Dave Chappelle, before he was canceled, uh, oh. who once said, I'm rich, biatch! Jeff does have money now, guys. So please hit him up if you need five dollars. The recession is nigh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I will give uh, the first twenty people who find me on Twitter five dollars via Venmo. I guess can I do that? How much money is that? Did I just promise a hundred dollars? <laughs> oh God! No, not really, because you said the first five people. Tw- you said the first twenty people five dollars. So it could be five dollars divided twenty ways. <laughs> Loophole, baby. Woo! Uh, I'm an accountant. Why didn't I think of that? I'm an accountant. God, I miss You can just say you have an OnlyFans. We're like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got a pee pee that I put on the internet. Biatch. <laughs> <laughs> is porn going to be the theme of the night? We'll see. All right. All right. Stop laughing. We're going to play for real now. <clears throat> yes, mom. <laughs> It doesn't work if you make me laugh, too. (laughs) All right. Every time I die, this is the vision that greets my eyes. And every time I think, how lovely that sunlight which I forsook so many years ago. That's by Alucard. It's our vampire quote of the night. Vampirism. It is essential to recognize that vampirism isn't lycanthropy. That vampirism isn't a curse, disease, or condition. When you fall prey to a vampire, or when a vampire gets you, you die. That isn't to say you die and come back as a vampire spawn, but you die. A vampire, spawn or not, isn't a living creature. It's undeath and evil manifest. A creature of inverse good and paradox. A thing of white and black mixed in, holy, uh, mixed in unholy conjunction. It is dead, yet seeks life. It kills, but occasionally plants the seed for more of its kind to be not born but formed. When a vampire comes into being, they don't behave like the people they were in life. They are inverted. The chaste becoming temptresses, the kind becoming cruel, the once holy now finding glory and perversion. All their once positive qualities are specifically inverted to form a more personalized evil. One shouldn't consider vampirism to be an effect on a person. When a being character becomes the vampire, they are dead. They are gone. An evil with their appearance arises from their corpse. An evil with their memories, not because it is them, but because it uses who the person used to be as a guide to shape itself. Vampires are inhuman, merciless, and uncaring about their earlier life, or only caring enough to know how it can use its previous existence to create its preferred stylish pain of death and perversion. And the land of Matricon knows this all too well for it has been home to vampires for centuries. Lord Demetrius Grub haunted Matricon for years, preying on the young and weak, eating the innocent, turning others against their will, against their will, massing a fortune and power beyond his wildest dreams until he came across the wrong villagers. A group of four unlikely heroes. Yes, he did turn them, but then they turned on him and slayed the beast. 
And now the true question Matricon has to ask itself is, what makes a monster? Because this group of ragtag children have now devoted themselves to ridding Matricon of monsters. Understanding and overcoming the curse that was placed upon them, they now hunt beasts and burdens, all while living in Demetra Scrub Manor. And that is where our story begins this evening. It is a dark and stormy night in the manor. Let us take a look inside. It is dark and dusty as you would imagine. And as we go into one of the bedrooms, we meet Dr. Kevin Smith. Dr. Smith, please tell us about yourself. Um, well, uh, I'm really happy that you asked. Uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I, 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 honestly, I'm just one of the guys. You know, I'm just you know, trying to hang out of this manner, you know, um, a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed, you know. Uh, I'm a doctor, and, you know, when, when I get home, I have, uh, I have some trouble shutting it off, <laughs> to be honest. A little trouble shutting it off. So right now, my current little project, there is a, a table that's a little off balance. Don't know how that happened. Uh, so just trying to get it a little balanced so that when we all eat, no uh, apples are going to roll off the table uh, or uh, no no, uh, no milk gets spilled because we don't want to cry over spilled milk. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You don't want to cry over spilled milk. I've been, uh, been a vampire for a little bit. It's uh, it's weird, um, but but it's, uh, you know, when life gives you vampire lemons, you make vampire lemons. And we leave Do Dr. Kevin Smith in that table. And <laughs> Beulah and her owl. Tell us about Beulah. I'm Beulah. You can call me B. You know, I've been this age for quite a while, but. <laughs> Like, I'm going to let anybody believe that. I mean, youth is forever. So, yeah, I live here with, like, a bunch of roommates. Um, some of them act like roommates. Some of them act like people who might as well be living in a barn, but that's okay. You know, to each his own. Um, I personally try to keep my space pretty neat because I have a lot of animal friends um, and you know animals come with like other things you know like smells and like cages and just things that don't make people want to be around you and seeing as like I sustain my life source off of having human people be around me I try to make it as inviting as possible yeah Anyway, that's me. And no, you can't. No, Thank you, <laughs> The camera pans away from Beulah, comes through Demetrius Scrub Manor, which, by the way, I really was going to call it Demetrius View, like the video game, but I accidentally wrote Scrub in my notes, and I just thought that was funny, and I kept it. The camera pans through Demetrius Scrub Manor to our good friend, Perdition Argent. Tell us about yourself, Perdition. 
Hello, I'm Perdition Argent, and I am incredibly, incredibly dedicated to hunting monsters. I am from a long line of monster hunters, and um, obviously this wasn't part of the plan, but we, um, you know, we make our vampire lemonade, and we, uh, we soldier on. And lastly, the camera pans to the home again, and we find hanging from the rafters, Batty Coda. Talk about yourself, Batty. Yeah, that's me. I'm just hanging up here. You know, it, it ain't easy being a bat. You know, like sometimes, sometimes you just want to grab something. But like, I ain't got no hands. I got these claws. I don't know. Some at some point, I became a vampire, and I thought, you know, it would be a good idea. Turn it into a bat. You know, my ass didn't think about how to turn back. I've been stuck like this for the past five years. <laughs> Anywho, I just stumbled up in this building. Took me about two weeks to find out these motherfuckers are still living in here. So I guess I'm part of the crew. And there is one member of Demetra Scrub Manor who we have not met. Their house ghoul, Igor. Igor is in the kitchen cleaning. Igor clean this. Igor clean that. Igor get food. Igor do this. Igor help bet. <sighs> it is very difficult being Igor. And as Igor is cleaning, we do hear a rapping upon their chamber door. No one answered door. Igor, get door. Igor shuffles towards the door of the home. Uh, very large French doors, very ornate, and opens them. Uh, and there's an old woman standing out there. Uh, do, does your monster hunter group have a name? Like, does your gang have a name? Uh, we've been fighting over what the name is, so every time we've been trying a new name. All right, I can I can deal with that. Uh, the old woman opens her mouth and she says, "I'm looking for." Hmm. It was crossed out several times on the flyer, and I couldn't quite make out what the name is. But I believe there are monster hunters here. Yes, yes, I go get them for you. Doctor, my ladies, Mr. Bat, Mr. Bat, doctor, my ladies. I'm gonna flutter down to Ego. What you want? There's someone here for a mission. Uh, <laughs> I put down my saw and I rush to the door and I say, Igor, that door is not a door. Igor has no time for your jokes today, sir. It's a jar. Oh, Igor saw it coming and answered anyway. <laughs> because the door is open. <laughs> oh, I'm going to share that one with everybody else. Just when everybody's here. <laughs> 
I heard it. I liked it. Oh, Batty, how's it going? Is he telling you, Miss Dish? There is business to be handled. Okay, I'm here. You didn't shout, Igle. Can you please help the lady? And then the old lady kind of she like peeks her head in the door and says, "Yes, yes, please help." Yes, how can we help you? All of my crops have disappeared. I live next to the swamp and I saw a heap of rotting vegetation. It stood on hind legs. It was as tall as a human. It had kind of a faceless head and it ate all of my crops. And well, if you like, we can try and find them. I'm sure they'll turn up. Enough and behind you, you hear a blimp. <laughs> Igor has, there's a symbol set up and Igor has hit the symbol because he used to this by now. So, um, you got any money? What? I mean, I don't just show up to your house asking you to help me with things and not offer you something. So I'm assuming if you came here, you have something to offer, right? Well, I would offer you crops or money I would make off of selling crops, but I have no crops. So you trying to set up like an installment plan? Yes. Okay. Well, you can go talk to Eagle after this, set up some contracts, and then we need... You have children? I have one son. He's very handsome. We're going to need that. Yeah, we're going to need your firstborn. It's just as collateral. We'll give it back. We We don't really... I obviously don't want him. Yeah. But we like, don't pay. Not, He's ours. We're not going to feed him or anything. We're just... No. She, turns, she turns away from Maddie and looks right at Dish and says, I'm sorry, miss. I, I think there's a language barrier between myself and the bat gentleman. I've lost all my crops. Last week, my neighbor lost two goats and a horse. There's a horrific smelling human bush that appeared after the last lightning storm. I don't think there's a language barrier. I think the question of payment is at least a fair one, but it sounds like it's more than just your problem. So we will take a look. I can't promise anything, but as an act of good faith, I think we can certainly go for a walk. I don't know about you, I might fly. What you think? I got no option. Doctor? Well, um, if we could sidebar, I know this might not be like the best time to bring this up. Uh, I do think that it is problematic that we very frequently, <laughs> and I know I'm new to this, so maybe I'm just like not fully understanding. We very consistently ask for somebody's firstborn child as collateral. 
Uh, you know, maybe we could just, you know, think of something else that it could be collateral. Like jewelry or a vehicle. Or a second board? Don't... Okay. No, no. Well, what are they going to do with the child? And I've learned that it's always better to have something tangible. I mean, when I invented the jerry curl, it was it was something new and out of this world. Revolution. And I just shared it without asking for money. And look at it now. People are paying for it. Gotta have a science mind about it. And what makes it happen is taking people's kids. People want their kids back, right? It gets results. Gets results. Well, uh, still don't fully understand, but again, not my place to judge. Uh, I'm I'm trying very hard this year to not be in a place of judgment, to be in a place of understanding. So let's just do the thing. Let's help the, the lady, um, if that's okay to call people. I don't know what the rules are anymore. Uh, but, you know, uh, I should have probably asked instead of embarrassing myself. Um, but, and uh, you hear the old woman say, my pronouns are she, her, the lady is correct. Okay, great, and uh, and you know, just we're all we're all learning, we're all trying, you know, and just kind of old school. So, uh, but uh, old school doesn't mean impolite. You know, I've been uh, dominating the conversation for a while, so I'm gonna let someone else talk. Uh, should we also collect everyone else's firstborn? Does no. like a city problem? No, just the lady. It seems highly unfair. Where are we gonna put them? The basement. Yeah. I gorgeous clean basement last week. Now you want to fill basement with children? Children are nasty. This is bad plan. Look, look, we don't want the children. It is just collateral, though. If they don't pay, yes, we have a problem. But I feel like most people, they want their kids back. We should be receiving payment, in which case we can send their collateral right back. Okay. So, again, didn't don't want this to be a thing. I don't want it to be a thing. But, like, if our collateral were something that didn't need, like, feeding and, like, emotional care and, like, grabbing the collateral. To be okay. given a moral center. It's, it's called collateral damage. Okay. There's got to be some damage here. If you knew your kid was in a basement without food or water, you might be a little bit motivated to find me my money and run it to me. Okay. I'm just saying. Well, uh, and I, not trying to mansplain, so just give me, you know, a second to try to, like, just understand where you're coming from. Um, so maybe because of social dynamics of people who uh, need to use their children as collateral are in these situations because of social forces that are making it so because of you know, their socioeconomic status. You know, you know. So, like, like in asking them to have their children as collateral, we're just perpetuating the um, the cycle. Yes. And the old lady, she says, "I'm trying to stay out of your business negotiations, but this one does have a point. We all know the king's a bitch in this economy." he doesn't pay the same tax rate. I don't even think he pays taxes. Um, no, I really he doesn't. And but then you his... believe if the king comes to our door and he asks for our help, 
That bitch better cough up his first board. Well, if, I what, why can't we just raid the treasury? Why, why do we need a child? Everybody I mean, doesn't have money, but you know what? But a king does, does huh? But a king does. Well, well, now, now you're asking for me to treat the king a different way because he has money. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, we're caught up in hypotheticals, but there is a rotting heap of oh. vegetation. Oh right. Yes. I'm Lego. so sorry. Uh, my apologies. My apologies. We'll we'll take your payment later. Go to, go see Igor. And I'm gonna fly out the window to to get out. I'll head out. I, I, I'll let you guys know where it's at. <laughs> and I'm gone. Um, you want to give me a? You want to call that investigation or perception to see if you find the rotting vegetation? Let's say. Uh, did you say deception? Is that what you said? I no, I deception. said perception. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. I know you have a plus three to deception, but I'm talking about your perception. I, I, I misheard. I'm sorry, my headphones. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, let's do investigation. Uh, all right, go ahead, and give me that roll. Nineteen. I mean, I set the DC low anyway because I want you to be able to find this thing. Yes, you do find. You, you take a flight, and it's still raining. There's another lightning storm happening. Uh, lots of rain, lots of thunder and lightning, heavy clouds. And um, there's a deep mist over the swamplands towards the edge of this village. And you before you see it, you smell something just absolutely putrid. Just the most disgusting rotting garbage old leaves you can possibly think of smell and you hear this like noise and then you see if clayface from the batman the animated series and a tree could have a baby that's what it looks like it's a shambling mound and that's what you've stumbled upon I'm gonna yell from the sky. I think I found it! And I'm gonna fly around uh, at a safe distance um, and hover around it. Uh, is that way they can... That way they can get close. Um, you guys smell broccoli farts? It's kind of like... Yes. Terribly unpleasant. It's kind of like a rotten pumpkin. And while you guys head towards Batty and the Shambling Mound, um, Igor has invited the old woman and says, Igor, get tea. They may be a lot, but they're fast at killing monsters. We'll get you home shortly. Get your crops back. And the old woman, thank you, Igor. And they both sit down to a cup of tea uh, while you guys are out doing the damn thing. You guys want me to pack it? I'm just gonna tag it. I'm just gonna tag it. And uh, I'm gonna just swoop in and try to peck at it with, with my bat nose. <laughs> uh, yeah, with that, it is a shambling mound, and we are going to enter combat. So, can everybody give me an initiative roll? Um, 
As a barbarian, oh, nice. I get I get a uh, eight advantage on initiative rolls. What? What did you say? I said as a barbarian, I get advantages on initiative rolls. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you were just fucking with me, but you actually do. You get that? That's a true uh, thing. Yeah. Um, this is a uh, uh, an out of character but in character pun. Um, if he's male, he's a barbarian. Uh, but recently, female barbarians have been bot barbarians. Happy Yom Kippur, everybody. Uh, you were forgiven for everything that's happened in the past year. Um, geez, Louise. Sorry, that just took my thoughts. All right. I know what I rolled. Uh, Beulah, you rolled an eight? Yes. It's uh, funny because it's a Jewish joke. Uh, which is timely, but also he's a bat-barian. Do you understand how the joke has You're left? still explaining this fucking joke? I just want the audience to know how hard I work for them. I've got <laughs> diagrams. I'm just constantly <laughs> scribbling away. I'm sweating. Just got a whiteboard somewhere. Dish, what did you roll? Uh, 18. Ooh, damn. That's good. Patty? Uh, I rolled an 8 and then a 14. All right, we're going with the 14 because you get advantage as a barbarian. And Dish Patty Beulah, Dr. Smith? Uh, I also rolled an 18. It was a 17. Yes, Louise, what the hell? These are some wild rolls, y'all. Um. All right, and you are going to get that surprise attack since you called it out, Batty. So go ahead and let's see what happens. What do you want to do? Um, do I, in bat form, do I get to keep my race uh, skills? Uh, I'll allow it. I'm letting you play a giant bat this season. What else, you know, like what else? I was a cat one season. Now I'm a bat. I'm gonna do my. Uh... Oh, also in chat, chat said a while ago, and I never got a chance to throw this in the conversation, but they said that your group name should be Doctor Bat and My Ladies, as Igor said. I like that. Mm. I don't like that. <laughs> More like B and her V friends. Maybe BB isn't cool. BB sounds like something you get after the club. <laughs> Dr. Like Bat it. and the tricks. So it's BB. Um, it's, you know, just a quick regimen, 10 days. You take this pill, morning and night, and you'll be good to go. If it doesn't clear up, uh, just let us know. You will die from this. <laughs> All right, what's your, what's your damn attack, buddy? Uh, I'm going to do... My breath weapon, my red dragon born, uh, so it's fire. Cool. It's, uh, I think you have to roll against a 12. Dexterity. Uh, saving uh, throw. That was a 7. Yeah. And I rolled for damage already. You do 12 damage. Okay. The shambling mound is still okay. I'm gonna swoop back up as I do. Ah! And then 
back up. I hit it for you guys. Doctor Smith, you're up. Um, so I cast a motivational speech. Um, so uh, I believe That's according not to the book. Uh, I like that you opened the handbook before to make it seem like it was real. It. No, well, I was going to like double check because I was planning on it. Um, and I was just like, well, let me like look it up. But I made notes, but it's a, it's a spell. I promise it's in, um, one of the, one of the extra ones, one of the, um, apocryphal books. Um, but, uh, it gives everybody a plus five temporary hit points. Uh, and if you are attacked, uh, then you have advantage on your next attack roll, but then the spell uh, ends for you. Uh, but uh, it requires me to uh, give a motivational speech. Um, hey guys, uh, just real quick. Um, I know uh, that we haven't been working together for a long time, uh, but you know, I want to encourage us, first of all, to have fun, right? You know, life is short. Uh, we want to have fun because, you know, this moment isn't going to last forever. You know what I mean? Uh, so let's just, like, take a second, look to your left, look to your right, um, and just appreciate what we have right here. Uh, right here. Um, and uh, secondly, just be safe, you know? I know uh, it seems like you all want to do, like, the fun, you know, heroic, uh, crazy, pew, pew, pew. Uh, but just, you know, remember, uh, tomorrow morning, your back's going to be hurting. So just uh, be safe. Make sure you're all stretched up. And uh, yeah, have fun. That's it. That's it. Don't want don't, to don't, don't be a dad about this. Just want to make sure you guys are safe. Uh, hydrate. Make sure you drink some water. Okay. Bless. So I did look it up. I was wrong. And I'll eat that. Motivational speech is a real 5e spell. And it lasts for an hour. So even if I have to go into my combat contingencies plan, you all will still have five extra hit points for this whole combat session. And I do. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. I'm getting better at the DM thing, guys. Uh, is that your whole turn? Yeah. All right, cool. I spoke uh, for six seconds. <laughs> Technically, it says the casting time is one minute, but you know, we're, we're, whatever. Time is, time is wibbly wobbly in D and D. Um, it's now your actual turn, Batty, since I gave you that as a free attack. Um, as I did my ah, I'm gonna go straight up, and I imagine like a bat or just. Batman in all the comics, uh, you see like my silhouette, and then I come around and do the exact same attack uh, in a big circle. Cool, cool, cool. So I will uh, do my next save. Natty 20, baby! Cool. I, uh, so the shambling mound okay. is like. <laughs> But if it spoke English, that would translate into like, I've seen this shit before, and it dodges out of the way. Uh, and it now actually is the mound's turn. And it is going to... 
try and do a slam attack against Dish, because I feel like Dish is on the ground and closest. Um, maybe not closest, but on the ground as opposed to Batty, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and that, let's see. I rolled an 11, which will 14, not baby. Yeah, it's not going to hit. It's not going to hit. So the Shambling Mountain tries. It's like, but like it's not a person. It doesn't really have eyes. So it's not, it's just misses. It whiffs. Um, and we will move right into Beulah. Um, I'm going to cast Speak with Plants because. I don't know what this is, and maybe we can get a side of the story and see why it became a big mash of rotten broccoli farts. Hmm. Hold, please. Gotcha. All right, go ahead and try that. All right, so uh, Mr. Swampy Nasty Broccoli Fart Guy, what's your deal? You're kind of just making a mess here. Just trying to figure out what's going on. You can talk to me. I hear you. What are you doing? And all it says back is... You turn into Tim Allen? Did you just <laughs> fart again? Man? First of all, fuck Tim Allen. Second of all, yes, it did fart again. Thirdly, the Shambling Mound only has an intelligence of five. So it, while it may understand English, there is no conceivable way it could respond. I don't know. My guy's going to have to pack up and leave or else we're about to barbecue his ass. That's about it. Is that my whole turn or can I try to cut this bitch in half? Damn. Uh, in theory, in theory, that would be your whole turn, but it's our first session back in a while. We all know that I don't play by the rules. So go ahead and try and do an attack. Great. So I'm going to whip out my sickle and try to cut this itch bay in half because he's thinking up the joint. A uh, half and dim, just like in uh, Dewey Cox. Yep, half and dim. Go ahead and roll for your attack. Yeah. Oh, baby, that's an 18. Ooh, damn, that hits. Give me some damage. Um, do I have any modifiers? No. All right, sorry. 18 again. Yeah. What the shit? I shouldn't have given you those dice. They're too good. I love these sparkle dice. They're really uh, you good. You want to describe dramatically how this <laughs> You so, want to dramatically describe how this goes down, or you just want to say that you tried to hack them? Uh, so I walk up. And I stick out my sickle because I'm like, 
you need a backup. You stink. And then Monster Man, of course, makes his inaudible, not English sounds. So I decide to cut him down to size so I can hear him better. And with a swipe, we see how it goes. Sorry, my guy. I'm... I will say that you get a really good swipe. A lot of leaves and twigs and sticks fall on the ground. You see uh, like one of the ladies' turnips fall on the ground as well. But the monster is still up and moving around. And that will bring us back to the top of our round dish. It's on you. Um, as an action, I am going to run my... F well, not as an action. I'm going to take my movement the full 30 feet away yeah. and uh my right hand is surrounded by a dark red energy kind of a a blood red energy and i'm going to cast eldritch blast as my action i'm never playing anything that's not a blood hunter again that is a 23 all right uh, and you you hit the shambling mound, and more leaves explode. Where where do you where does it their eldritch blast make contact? Uh, I think I'm aiming for its ankles. I'm trying to also kind of upend it so that it's not quite so so tall and so out of reach from the ground. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, you hit the ankles. More leaves fall out. Um, a ram's horn falls out. She said that her neighbors. Uh, Livestock had gotten eaten. So you see a ram's horn fall out. You see more leaves. But it's still kind of like trudging towards you very slowly making noises. Uh, okay. Since I, oh, I got one oh, more oh, thing. You have one more action. Uh, since I uh, cast a cantrip as my action, I'm yeah. going to mystic, mystic Frenzy and make a weapon attack with my crossbow. Okay. That's a 21. Uh, Jesus Christ, of course 21 hits. I got big dice. Big dice are always the way to go. I love the big dice. Uh, let's see. Oops. Nothing is better than my glitter dice. They don't miss. They. Don't what if we got big glitter dice? So that's oh, six I'm for the Eldritch Blast and three for the crossbow. So it's nine altogether? Yes. I'm gay. Stop making me do math. Uh, oof. All right. So more leaves fall out. Another turnip, like a little baby onion. A scallion? Scallion? Yeah. One of those falls out. And and it's still going, bleh, making noises. Oh, uh, Dr. Smith, you're up. Um, a shallot. Okay. That's what I wanted. A shallot. Thank you. Uh, a shallot. Uh, or as they say in Espania, Chayot. Uh, so, um, guys, uh, I hope you don't mind if I just help out a little bit. Trust you guys, just gonna, you know, do a little damage uh, to see if I can just, you know, make it a little bit easier. Not to say that you guys can't do it, but I uh, just want to help, you know. Just, uh, no, not your dad, but sometimes I feel like it, just want to help. Uh, so I cast Light. Uh, by the way, Jordan, um, is this a plant of some sort? Uh, hmm. Technically, the Shambling Mound is a large 
plant. Yes, I will tell you that. Great. A, a magical plant. That's great. Uh, a quick uh, a fun story for those of you who um, uh, were here for last season. I had Blight uh, on my character sheet the entire time. Never got a chance to use it once. Never got a chance to use it once. And every session I asked, "Can is there is there a tree, Jordan, or is there a plant that we could find? But now, right <laughs> on my sheet. So uh, um, you have to roll a con save at disadvantage because this is a plant. Uh, the con save is 15 at disadvantage. My first roll was a 13. Great. My second roll was also a 13. All right. Uh, so, um, I cast Blight, I'm like, guys, I'm just going to, and then, like, a, uh, a necrotic energy just, like, uh, emanates from my hand, uh, and does, uh, let me see, uh, 64 damage to the plant. And my character is... goes, oopsies! Oh, I am so sorry. I am That's... so sorry. And I, like, rush close to the, I'm like, oh, no, oh, I am, oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry, Jesus. Uh, this is Doctor. I have to use my DM contingency plan for this evening. So, I'm going to use my DM contingency plan, and when this happens, everybody say, fuck you, Jeff. Know that it was his fault. The shambling mound falls down. It's not quite dead, but it's making some noises, and it's... And it falls to the ground and it's kind of having a seizure moment. And as we said earlier, it is a dark and stormy night. And the last shambling mound appeared after the lightning storm. And you hear ba ba boom, thunder cracks across the sky. Lightning hits the ground. And a second shambling mound appears at full health. Oh, fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you, Jeff. F fucking Jeff. <sighs> Jeff. What? Why are you mad at me? Shambling mounds are spawned by lightning, guys. This was my backup plan in case you killed the monster too quickly. Well. Well, well, well. How fun. And now you have two shambling mounds, one that's at about 10 HP and one that is at full health. Uh, and it is Batty's turn. What would you like to do? Well, I would. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to crash into the one that has only 10 health. Um, I imagine it's like brush. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A, like a Like a cactus man, but just made out of just stuff that's not that dense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Can I crash into the middle of that one uh, and try to like burst through it to, to finish it off? Yeah, you want to like, yeah, like a tackle. Yeah, I'll allow that. Yeah. Okay. Give me, give me some rolls. Give me some dice. Just roll a d20. Twelve? To hit? Uh, yeah? That does not hit, my friend. 
Well, what if before I did that, I went into rage mode, which gives me plus two, so 14. I'll allow it. Yes. Give me some damage. That's one rage. Um, what do you want? What do you think? Another D20? That seems absurd. Yeah, I yes. Mean, Another D20. I mean, honestly, I low-key just want to give it to you since Jeff spawned a second one. Okay, that's fair. We got... 15. Oh, yeah, 15. It's done. It's dead. You fly right through it. it the leaves burst. The ladies' crops come out. Uh, there's, like, a bunch of horse bones on the ground. There's a bunch of, like, just just stuff. Just It's like in a video game when you kill the monster and all the loot falls out. That is exactly what happens right now. All of the Shambling Mounds loot that's eaten from the village is on the ground. However, it's not party time yet because there is a second Shambling Mound. I um, am also going to do my... I have a second attack because uh -huh. I'm a level 7 barbarian. Can I also now uh, fire blast that second one like a hole through its belly? Yeah! You have to do a deck save. What's my... um? 12? 17, baby! Wow, what a bitch. Hey, I'm a nice lady. Not, not you, the... Um... Oh, the, the little cactus man. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you you try and hit, and it just it just whiffs. A gust of wind picks up, knocks your blast the wrong way, and this fucker is like, Brrr. he's doing the Bernie, uh, and making a lot of noises. Uh, <laughs> and it's actually his turn, so he's going to. You're in the air, right? Yes, um, but I imagine I'm. Like close to the ground, so I'm. I guess I could be open for it. He's I'm, gonna try and do a slam attack. Let's see what happens. That's a seven, and that don't hit. So he he, you know, he tries to go from doing the Bernie to like hitting you, and it just doesn't. Nothing happens. He's bad. Uh, and we are going to move on to Beulah. You're up. Um, I I feel like hurting this thing is the best. I I could use my spells, but it's really dumb, and I feel like that's a waste of time. So I'm just gonna take my javelin, reach back, like I'm the trunch bowl, and go straight through. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, that Matilda has made me laugh out of the wrong pipe. And do your do your dice rolls. That was good. Fifteen and damn eight. Fifteen hits. Fifteen hits, eight damage. That's you know we're making progress, guys. What a chip. Uh, <laughs> what a chip. We are back up at the top of the round. Dish, it's on you. As a bonus action, I'm going to activate my Crimson Rite on my crossbow, and it's going to do uh, additional fire damage. 
and I am going to just take off running and slide between what are functionally its legs and yeah, fire up. Tom Cruise run? I'm going to fire up into it twice with my crossbow. Oh, woof. All right. Give, geez, Louise, what are the rolls on this? 15 and 19. All right. And the shambling mound like looks down and it's just like, meh. It didn't like that. Uh, Dr. Smith. Uh, so I'm feeling uh, some negativity from the group. Um, but uh, just checking in, uh, also uh, metagaming. Uh, has anybody been damaged? Also, Jordan, that was to hit, not my damage. No, you did a 19 and a 9, right? You know, no. you rolled correctly. You told me correct rolls, because you did a 15, which was, that's, armor class is 14, and then you rolled a 19. I attacked twice. Oh, so you have another attack after the 19. Yeah, so I, I just gave you the, the to hit numbers, not the, the dice number, like what I actually oh. rolled for damage. Okay, because it was a 15 and a 19 to hit, sorry. Yes, yeah, so for, the, for the sake of honesty. Okay, for the sake of honesty. So then I would just go a 19 as the damage. Uh, give me give me two damage rolls then. It is 7, 6, that's 13 plus 3 for the 3 flame damage for the Crimson Rite. All right. You know what? I'm just going to give you 3 anyway because I don't want to do math again. That equals 19. Sorry. Dr. Smith? Um, I'm just going to very gently, um, and again, um, you know, not trying to, uh, be, you know, the guy, uh, but I, um, go up to the shambling mound and I just lightly touch it. I'm like, sorry, I'm sure that you have a valid reason for shambling and being a mound. Uh, but, uh, you know, a job's a job. Uh, so it, could you, could you talk? If we could understand you, perhaps we could have seen things differently, but unfortunately, this is the world that we live in. Uh, and I cast Inflict Wounds. Um, so does a uh, 13 hit? It does not, my friend. I do not cast Inflict Wounds. Um, I didn't have it in my heart to attack something that seemed so sweet. The mound just kind of like shrugs off your hand. It's like, meh. You mean it shrubs off my hand? Oh, you know what? Hmm, I'm going to give you the first inspiration of the season for that. I shouldn't encourage you, but there it is. Take an inspiration. It's the character I created. <laughs> I have to be this person now. Uh, How many sessions do we have? Oh, God. Batty, acting like that's you in real life. We know it's you. Um, I'm still doing my loop-de-loops. Mm -hmm. So after I busted and then went up, I'm coming around. I see Dr. Kevin Smith. Move out the way! And then I'm going to do my fire breath again on that guy. Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me 
Sorry, the voice got to me late. Give me your roll. <laughs> uh, you roll. Oh uh, yeah, no, I roll a dex, right? First crit fail of the season. Dasa one. So do I crit? Yeah, you you win. You're you you got this. Can I roll twice for a crit? <laughs> it's an eleven and a nine. That's a dirty crit. That's a dirty twenty. Right? Eleven plus nine is twenty. Oh, yeah. I know math. Sometimes. Dirty 20, that's what they call it. Dirty mm -hmm. 20, baby. Uh, it's not a perfect delicious, it's a dirty 20. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, torch that guy. Can I torch a hole in his belly? Yes. Describe describe to me how that happens. Um as I yell, move out the way. Um a chili pepper that I had ate earlier gets dislodged into my nostrils and I sneeze uncontrollably. Um, so my fire comes out twice as hot, twice as fast, twice as long. That's what she said. And then, uh, as I torch its belly, I just do another tackle, which I assume is my, my last dirty part, uh, to exit out of its back. Point of clarification, when you're in bat form, as you've been for the last five years, do you have the diet of a bat? Or are you still drinking blood? Or both? Uh, I mean, a bat's gonna bat, you know? Like, uh, when's the next time I'm gonna be a bat? Even though I've been stuck like this for five years. So, yeah, I eat some bugs. I don't think it helps, but it's pretty delicious. <laughs> but I need blood. Uh, it is now the mound's turn. It's got a hole in its belly. It's, it's worse for wear. It's definitely down about half HP. Um... And again, it's going to try this slam thing. Dish is very close to it. So let's see what this is. Does a 13? I'm also right next to it. 13 does not hit. This is the worst, the worst NPC I've created since Jabari. Jabari's oh had the Throw worst. Like, this thing uh -huh. and Jabari have rolled the worst in my entire D&D career. And I oh, oh, Jordan, it's okay. okay. It was just one creature that was in the session. Oh wait, there were two, and they both were shit. Oh, Jordan is gonna make us fight six dragons next episode. <laughs> uh, Viola, you're up. Uh, oh, okay. Well. This thing stinks. I'm tired of it. I'm gonna take out the sickle again. And uh, since it already has a giant hole in the middle, why not just cut it into two again? I mean, fun. Hey, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? So I reach up and swing my sickle going for the middle. Fuck. That was a four. Sorry for cussing. <laughs> four does not hit. You swing and a miss, just like in baseball. Oh wow! Betrayal, betrayal from the sparkly. I dice. did. 
since we talked about being bigger and we're monster hunters this season, I did for a second consider the season opener being fighting three more dragons. And I said, don't be that guy. We appreciate you. That's two shambling mounds. Not that big of a deal. Uh, <laughs> dish you're up. Oh boy. Me already. Huh? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, Bloodhunters blood have so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, I am gonna... Well, you know what? He's really slow. And I'm already down here. So uh, I am... I'm gonna just keep shooting it in the dick is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Only this show. That's my girl. Show. Bow, 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 bow. 16 bow. and 14 to hit. Both. Those both hit. Give me some damage. Built for this. You're built for this. <laughs> Too good for this. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, both of those. Both of the. Both, both rolls together were thirteen. Yes. Plus the right. extra damage for the right. Yeah. You shoot. You hit. And the mound, even though it is not intelligent enough to really speak English, makes some noises and it's like, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, Jordan. Uh, my uh, earphones cut out. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> I, said I, I said, my dear. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. Uh, and with that, it's your turn, Dr. Kevin Smith. Um, so I'm like, um, hey, buddy. Uh, look, we all just want to go home. Uh, so I'm just going to try and make this easy. I'm a doctor. Uh, technically, this violates my oath. Uh, so, uh, and I uh, try and cast Inflict Wounds as a third level instead of a first level spell. I almost said, uh, once, uh, I'm tired. Uh, does a 24 hit? Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. It hits once. <laughs> um, so my, oh, actually this time my, uh, headphones did cut out, so, you know. I was just being an asshole. How much damage does it do? Okay. The um, cat over um, your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, uh, hey, you've been playing this dumb game. Why don't you give me some wet food? Uh, so four plus six, that's ten. Uh, plus five is fifteen. Plus eight is twenty-three. Plus six is twenty-nine damage. Ooh, that's, that's a lot of damage. It's not dead yet, guys, but it's not looking good. Uh... Batty? Um, still doing my loop-to-loop. -loop. I, I think pretty invigorated by my uh, accidental crit. Uh, I'm going to loop around. And then I'm going to still see... Oh! I see a cat. He loves this guy in this house. Baby. Yeah. What a regal guy. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was loop to loops. Yeah. Yeah, loop to loops. Uh, 
I still see, I imagine, Dr. Kevin Smith nearby. And Howdy! I'm, I'm going to say, coming in hot! And I'm going to blow my fire one more again. Give me, oh, I need to do a roll, right? Mm-hmm. 14? You make it. Yeah. The mound is still like it's it's bent over and it's trying to like cover its midsection and so you just barely miss it because it's kind of bent over trying to figure out what is happening between its not legs. Um and it is going to this time attempt to hit Dr. Smith. He's got hands. Ten, ten does. Yeah. I already know ten doesn't fucking hit. Ten doesn't hit. I'm a cleric. I got armors. Yeah, ten does not hit. Moving on with this useless monster, Beulah. Um, I mean, this monster is made up out of like leaf-like materials, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like edible. Like it's like vegetable, right? I don't like where this is going, but yes. Great! I'm gonna summon woodland creatures to eat it. <laughs> Describe to me how and what you're doing. Um, so I step away because it smells like farts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in my Sailor Moon essence, like, where my bitch is at? And then all of a sudden you hear a little like chee 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 in rats and like big stomping and galloping like there's a fire or an earthquake about to happen. Mm-hmm. And you just see animals charging in to snack up on old boy. Um, uh, Gosh, okay, this is ridiculous, but we're gonna roll with it because I love it. How many animals, like less than, fewer than seven? Fewer than seven. seven. Up to seven. How many animals do you call? And of what size? I called any and everybody that would come. And sadly, a couple rats came. But I accepted Hang on. Two rats. A bunny rabbit. One rabbit. um, A horse. One horse. And I mean, clearly like a tiger from Joe's house or something, or maybe. Joe. Uh, excuse the me. King. The king. Okay, so here's I'm gonna assign each of these animals a die, and then you will roll that die, and we'll see how much damage we do. All right, so the rats I'm gonna say are d fours, so that's two d fours. Okay. The rabbit I will call a D6. The horse will be a D10. The cow will be, uh, oh, what the hell? My mouse went crazy. The cow will be a D12 and the tiger's gonna be a D20. The tiger's a D20. Okay. So rats first. Yeah, so two D4s. I don't even know how. There we go. So, do I add that together? Yeah, to give me that's the total for both rats. That's five. Okay. And then who's next? 
rabbit's 1d6. 1d6 is the rabbit. That's a six. Okay. The horse is 1d10. That's a six. Okay. Uh, the cow is a d12. The cow is a d12. Okay. That's a three. Uh, the tiger, the tiger is a d20. And the tiger is a d20. That's an 18. I swear your file just for something to roll good. So, <laughs> I don't think that you're allowed to do this. I don't even know how this works. I'm making this up on the fly just because it's ridiculous and I love it. Uh, they are nibbling on the mound. The mound is not quite dead, but they are going for it. Dish one I'm sorry. Uh, this is a show for all audiences. We cannot talk about nibbling on mounds. Be better. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We passed all audiences like three minutes after we started, okay? So I can say the word? No. No. No, okay, you real, cannot say the word. Real story, though, one of my friends asked me, he was like, oh, my son is like getting into D&D. Can he watch your show? And I was like, no, no, no. I'll come to your house and like teach your kid how to play, but he cannot watch this. I mean, we could clean our. We just have the clean version where we just. Could we though? Could, could we? we though? Come on, they got this now that I got. As adults to unwind and play pretend, and we can do that how we see fit, as long as it's uh, PG thirteen. Because I'm not role playing any sexy time, guys. I made that clear in session zero. Uh, quick uh, uh metagaming question. Uh, yes. Can I say the word? No. None of us no. can say the word. Can I sing it? Jake said it. I'm kidding. Jake said it. <laughs> yeah, remember when Jake <laughs> said it? With said a hard it. R. That fool. Wow. <laughs> Just walked in, started the day like that. Destroyed this right, man's whole career. <laughs> the voice of this guy is very upset. Oh, I just got a text from Jake. And it reads, Why are you going to say the word again, man? Jeez. Damn. Jake, I, I can't hear too. you anyway. You you don't, look, you don't have to say it for cloud. It's okay. It's we fine, understand. Bro. <laughs> yes, you, you have five old black friends. Totally we get fine. it. We get it, bro. <laughs> Jake listens to a lot of Wu-Tang. Uh, your turn. Uh, I am going to uh, unscrew like the bottom of the the quiver that my crossbow bolts are in, uh -huh. and fling it at the uh, our shrub monster, yeah. and just try and embed it in his chest and yell, "Sorry about that. That's gonna hurt." Uh, and I need him to make a Constitution save. Oh God. Okay, hang on. Oh, I just hit the wrong button. Get, hang on. Technical difficulties. This is what I get for talking shit about Jake. <laughs> <laughs> or was it Jake talking shit about us? Jake's Jake was in, somehow. He Jake is it. in my computer and he's like, fuck her. Uh, that's a total of four. Do I have any pluses to Constitution? Oh, I got a plus three to Constitution with this guy. So it's a total of seven. Uh, it was a... DC 14, so. Uh, <laughs> that is 
there's like a like a pulse of light kind of from somewhere inside of him that kind of flashes faster and faster and faster. And then everyone who is within the area of this hears like a loud, shrill ringing noise echoing from the center of him. And he's going to take 14 thunder damage. Oh, he did. I say you, he did. It like the rain comes down harder. You hear a, a clap of thunder across the sky. He explodes into a pile of leaves. All of the animals uh, like start eating on the leaves that are on the ground. The mound is dead. Um, you guys pick up all of the like bounty that the mounds have dropped, correct? Um, I'm saying a prayer for uh, both of the mounds. Um, That's because, lovely. Yeah, you know. Can we can we hear a couple of words of that prayer? Not a whole lot, just a couple, just just this much. Um, but not the word. You know. Oh, let me censor myself. <laughs> The prayer was going to be the word over and over again. Yep, it really was. It really was. Uh, the only word that Jeff can think right now is the word. Exactly. I in my head, I'm imagining like "Good night, Moon," but with "mound" instead. Good night, mound. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that one. Yeah. Uh, but instead of "mound," it's the word. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, and you pick up all the loot and head back to the manor. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. You, loot, though? Can we can we learn? Can we learn the loot? Um, lots of crops. Several several shallots. Uh, two bushels of turnips. Um, the the bones of two goats and a horse. I'm taking those bones. Taking yeah, those I figured too. you would. Uh, so you got the bones of two goats, two goats and a horse, uh, two bushels of turnips, a bushel of shallots, uh, and a peck of apples. That's what you got. A, let me take a tooth bone from the, the horse. And like you, <laughs> you re-entered Demetra Scrub Manor. And Igor and the lady are having a glass of tea together. It's very much like um, in She-Hulk when Wong and Madison were drinking together. Like, that's kind of what you walk in on with Igor and the old lady. Uh, I immediately walk in holding some vegetables. And I say, yes, we did beat it. And the old woman immediately... Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, kind sirs and ladies and ladies. I... <sighs> My crops. I needed my crops. Uh, would a peck of apples suffice for your difficult work this evening? I immediately walk out the door. I call through the door. You know, I could turn them into alcohol. Uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I'll be back in five days. Oh, mayhaps not the apples. Um, I do grow... Luscious berries. Are they boysenberries? Yes. That's my jam. Bring that shit over here. <laughs> so the lady gathers well. her things. Uh, she walks away for a couple of minutes. She comes back. She's got a whole bunch of boysenberries and her very handsome son with her. And she says, I do believe we talked something about my firstborn 
and he looks at Dish and Beulah and says, good evening. I mean, I don't want to train him. He's he's cute. You're probably right. You can keep your son. Yeah, the, the boy's amazing. Good. Thank you. Having to stick around. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, child, child, what's your what's your name? Raymond. We gotta get to get this kid out of here. You making us all confused. <laughs> uh, the old lady and Raymond leave. Igor walks into the kitchen. He comes back with some blood bags and he says, uh, "Must be hungry. Lots of work. Here is blood bag." I'm gonna uh, hand him my blood bag back. Can you fuse this with the bears? Give me a little cocktail going. Oh, Igor make cocktail. And he looks very pointedly at Kevin Smith. He says, Igor put blood bag in cup with lid. Igor Thank do you. cleaning. Igor do everything. Uh, and Igor walks out. And the camera, we're going to do some, some last looks with our camera this evening. Let's start with uh, Dr. Kevin Smith. Uh, you see me like over at a table. And like I'm like trying to shake it, but it's finally stable. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beulah. You know, I'm just looking out the window trying to see if I should maybe go after Raymond or not. But then also questioning why I feel the urge to drain very attractive young people. That's probably wrong. And that is something I need to work on. And we're just gonna leave it at that. Dish. I am going to spend the rest of the evening in my workshop uh, making more of those, the, the thunder bombs. But before I do, I'm gonna go down to the basement to what is essentially like a, like a uh, cold storage pantry. And I'm going to get out um, well, the human meat for Igor. And I'm going to take it upstairs and just sort of leave a plate for him before I go on with my evening. Uh, Batty? Uh, I'm sipping my my little cocktail that I'm gonna call yay for now. And uh, I'm just hanging out with Igor and I'm just whispering this here. I'm like, hey Igor, I, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, but you'll appreciate it, my brother. And the last camera look is Igor eating his human meat going, Igor like it here. Dr. Batten, my ladies are a bit much, but I trade them for nothing. And the camera pans out on Demetra Scrub Manor and fades to black. And that is where we will conclude this evening, session number one in the books, ladies and gents, and ladies and, and bents, I guess. I don't know. Ladies and bents. Uh, <laughs> DK, second night. That's me. I'm DK. I'm never going to play anything that's not a blood hunter again. Good night. <laughs> Jeff? Uh, you know, just, you know, just don't say the word. I know we joke a lot about the word, but just don't say it. Uh, if you're thinking, wait a second, shouldn't I be able to say it? You are not. 
the type of person who should be saying it. So just stop. But, uh, you know, Kiki has thoughts on it. You know, I appreciate the word for shock value. That's about it. Uh, it works real good in a conversation. Um, sometimes it hurts when Jake says it to us, but... <laughs> It's always right before a show when we're, you know, trying to create a really positive space and just sort of yeah. get ready to go and play like pretend with our friends. And it's the way that he says it because he uses it like in weird places. He's like, don't you go out there and it up. And I'm like, no, is it a verb? Now? <laughs> really? It's quite creative. But um, yeah, I'm Kiki and um, don't use the word. Moses? Um, are you telling me I can't use a word? Because I feel like legally Legally you can't you can't ask me that. You you can't legally ask me that. I'm Moses. Um, I love the word and I think it gives you power <laughs> when you use it. And oh. I believe Jake feels that power. <laughs> Every time he says it. Good night, everybody. Take it away, Jordan. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Jordan. <laughs> I'm the game master around here. We'll be back next week unless Q Time says, and by Q Times, I mean Jake says, I've had enough of you, the words. I'm not doing the show anymore. <laughs> How about, no, I honestly don't use the word. I try not to use the word. <laughs> I think when I have kids, I'll use the word a lot when they get on my nerves. But I'll name my firstborn after Jake. And then that Jake can say the word all it wants to. Good night. <laughs> the word is... <laughs>